can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, and we are joined by with Ella and Faye. And when we last left the team, as you might remember, they had been steaming out to rescue a ship that had been wounded in the storm, set adrift, the Carpathia too, rather. And they are aboard the Charon right now with the whole schlebiel of a bunch of people and passengers and the whole bit. But what happened was they found one of the ships that had been set adrift, one of the lifeboats, brought the men aboard. Uh, they explained to them that the Carpathia had drifted because of electrical failure, had drifted off out of the shipping lanes. They went up and told the captain where it was. Catherine did a lot of healing and helping. Jack stayed on board with his incredible sight. And Ella and Faye were downstairs trying to still decipher the art and the images that they received at Mullumbibi. So they're kind of in this weird space of doing a lot of research, going through what books they have, um, spitballing past events in their lives and things of this nature. At that point, after the rescue, it had been like 36 hours, Catherine comes downstairs after dinner, knocks on the door, because she has just been informed by Danforth, who had been in the room for a while, that Ella had thrown the bones, done a ruins, done something, had a vision of a ship underwater. And of course, everyone starts to panic. Ella's having a vision of a ship sinking. Danforth goes and tells Catherine. Catherine comes downstairs, confronts Ella and says, don't go telling anybody that. And Ella says, I didn't. Danforth was in the room. He told you I wasn't going to tell anyone and get them upset. Catherine gets deflated, realizing that it wasn't Ella's fault that she found out this information, goes back upstairs. And that's where we left it. So that's kind of about the situation we're in. Ella and Faye are in their st- in the stateroom, as I said. It is about 1030 at night. They've been steaming towards the Carpathia too. For the last 36 hours, they're on the back end of a storm. The, the waves are now choppy, um, probably 25 foot, 20 foot waves, white caps, a little bit more wind, rain, because basically the Chiron had avoided most of the storm and had to double around to get into it to try to find where the Carpathia 2 was. And that's where we'll pick up, ladies. All right. So welcome back, everybody. How is Faye tonight? I'm doing great. Uh, Faye's doing great. Mel is about to take a handful of ibuprofen. Um, so Mel is not great, but Faye is doing wonderful. Mel is um Mel is a tiny headache, but nothing that ibuprofen cannot fix. Um, I'm very excited to be back. I had. Why to is there un- six of them? It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that small. A little bit of ibuprofen can't help. No, no, Faye, not today. I'm trying not to calcium. I'm trying to juice myself. Um, no, but I'm excited to be back. I had to unfortunately miss last session because of work, mm. but I am filthy, ex- filthy work unfortunately have to make a living but uh no i'm excited to be back uh actually you know what i'm not saying that yet i don't know what's gonna happen yeah the next hour will tell a lot and how are you tonight ella how's kayla and how is ella doing it's been a while since i've been on mic um and i'm doing great i have i'm in i'm deep in my semester if anybody wants a kayla positive life update grad school going well uh an ella update um well let me just set the scene instead 
she keeps casting the stones and bones trying to figure out if those disasters actually occurred from Mullumbibi. So she just keeps casting it and she's not getting anything, but she's just doing it over and over again. That's what she's been doing this entire time. All right. So here's what happens. Yeah. Catherine left the room about 25 minutes ago. You, um, you're still able, you're still piecing together the sequence of events. The fact that, you know, the Panama Canal had issues. You saw things in China, uh, a tidal wave that hasn't come across yet on anybody's newspapers. But some of these events that these places you've been able to divine are directly along ley lines, ley lines that Mullumbibi activated when you produced the ritual in Mullumbibi, Australia, right? That's been seven, eight days ago now because you were steaming for five before you found out the Carpathia two was in trouble. And that's where we're, you know, that's what it is. So room's rocking now. This is the first time on the ship that you felt you seeing the water and glasses swaying. Um, you don't have to reach and grab stuff yet at, at 18 to 20 foot swells, right? You don't have to be reaching out like, oh, that's going to go off the desk. But you're definitely starting to see it tilt and list. And you're getting that, that sensation of, oh yeah, floor's not stable. This isn't so good. The cabins are fairly close together down here. And dinner has ended. So you've been hearing people walking down the hallway. You, you hear music being piped through the lower decks. You know, like somebody's playing a piano upstairs. So in the grand ballroom or the ballroom, whatever they use for, for dinner and stuff, and where there's a small dance floor. Because remember, this is a semi-working, but it, it, it takes passengers. It's like a 3.5 starship. Um, you're, you're hearing someone on the piano playing some, some nice evening music, something to d- enjoy and have conversation by. But it's being piped with a microphone throughout the, the lower decks at night, just to kind of set a mood. Lighting in the hallway's fine. Everything's good. And then, you know, you, you hear a little muffled down the hall. Actually, let's do it this way. Let's start with, because there's going to be some dice tonight, probably. Let's do a dice roll to see if anybody makes a listen check. Just a regular success. That's a 44. That's a regular success. Okay. Ella? Uh, 100. Sorry. New, new dice app. Did not make it. Okay. Ella, you're still deep in con- in, in thought, looking at the, the artwork. Faye, down the hall you hear a small rapping at a door. Like, you know, just anybody. It could be a waiter. It could be somebody checking on someone else. A, you know, they met along the way. But you definitely hear a three or four cabins down. Okay. Just noise. Yeah. Um. Could I listen? I'm a little bit nosy, especially given, you, you know, now that it's feeling a little bit more like there's just more swaying. Right. So I'm like, maybe um, it could be nothing. It could be somebody going to visit or maybe it's some officer coming to warn of something. So mm-hmm. I just want to see if I can like maybe like hone in and listen to any like. So you move towards the wall just trying to listen for it? Yeah. Okay. I hit the deck. That's the second sound you hear, and then screaming. Now, was that sound effect? It was. It was great. It was punchy. Um, was that supposed to be a heavy knocking, or was that gunshots? That was gunfire. Oh, great! That was a Gatling gun (laughs) or a machine gun. gun. I I know machine gun, but it's was just confirming. No, 
It's Ella had to have heard it now. I mean, yeah, I think that anybody would have heard. Um... Yeah, there's screaming. Doors are being thrown open. What's going on? You hear what's going on? What's going? Ella stabbed her head up. You hear another. You hear somebody else go down. Death. If if the door isn't locked, I'm locking the door. Okay. You run and bolt the door. Yep. Lights. <laughs> lights. I turn off the lights. Okay, you're now in complete darkness with the exception of the small amount of light coming from the outside of your door. You know, from under it, from the underside mm-hmm. of the door. Mm-hmm. And again, the hallway is dimmed for some ambiance. It's not dangerous, but it's not illuminated like, you know, a, like a big area, like a kitchen. or It's it's probably like 70% normal illumination. Yeah. Um, You hear, what else? What else? Boosh, another door gets kicked in. You hear, this isn't them. Other side of the door, go. Yeah, is what there anywhere that the I can? I grab is my there... sword and I push Faye to the left side, whichever side has the hinges on it, so that she can be protected by the hinges. I'm, okay. I'm raising my sword so that whoever walks in is going to meet a fistful. Well, you've locked the door, so you're waiting for someone. Now you're going to have to. Now they're going to have to kick the I, door. I, in. I, yeah, I'm hearing them kicking down the door, but the best position is keeping our backs to the wall. One point of entry. This is how she's thinking. All right, that's I mean, the is... last action that we'll do out of sequence. So, Faye, you're faster, I believe, than Ella. Is that correct? I am. Your dex is an 85? Yes. And, I mean, is uh, there anywhere that we can hide? Not in a group cabin this small. Not in a small stateroom? Yeah. Under the bed. But They'll find you. <laughs> and Ella, no. what's yours? I'm a 60 dex. Okay. I mean, if they're shooting up the room, you could just get caught with a stray bullet cry out in pain so i i commend the hiding thing but <laughs> this is fight mode we're in fight mode may i have the following people to the main deck of the ship immediately ella walcott faye dawson mr jack cavendish you hear another set of people get shot down here another man and woman just get mowed down and Catherine Ross. If you are not present on this deck in five minutes, we will begin shooting people. They're already doing it. Upstairs, they don't know that. But they have already started to look for the four of you. All you can assume at this point, the first thing that comes to your head, is somehow the guys are part of the German Navy. They are not part of a ship. They got on board and led the sh- led the the Chiron off course intentionally to get them out into these waters for whatever reason luring them out here what do you want to do fay mm. they missed three clues they did they had three chances to catch it and they missed all three so it happens to one was a roll the first one was a dice roll, and the other two were hints. One was visual, and one was verbal. I gave them three different ways to see it, and unfortunately, they missed it. Yeah. So your team is now un- below deck, five decks down from the main deck, with guards shooting people looking for the four of you. They've now killed six people. And they're just going to keep killing more until the they find us. The door next to your cabin gets kicked open, and... You're like, no, no, don't shoot, don't shoot. Stay on the ground. Do you know where Ella Walcott is? 
Who? You're trying my patience. What are you doing, Faye? That's what you hear. You're trying my patience. I look at Ella and I just say, I don't think we have much of a choice. They're already killing people. They have no intention of letting us leave alive. So you just want to stay here? There's screams coming from the cabin as the woman sounds like she's being dragged out into the hallway. There are 11 of them. Catherine and Jack are not here. It's us two. We can either walk out there, possibly get shot, or stand and fight. It now sounds like they're hurting people. Like they have like they shot a few to make a point, and now everyone is just being compliant. No heroes! You understand? Open this to the next one. Yo, number 12, kick it in! You are number 13. You are the door across from them. You are the next cabin. You hear it go, boom! Rose! And they start dragging people out. Ella, I want you to listen to me very carefully. I want you to get under the bed and hide to... I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get taken to wherever they go. They're not going to know that you're down here. They'll you search can make the a room. plan. No, they won't. Not if I go out there and I'm by myself. This is my room. Listen. Shh. You're making a fucking mistake. Crawls under the bed. Okay. All right, Faye, you throw the door open. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I take a deep breath. I make sure that Ella's out of sight. Of course I am. <laughs> okay. Just asking. But... Going out with a gun showing? No. Oh. It's holstered. Okay. All right. You throw the door open. I throw the door open. I have my hands up. And I go, okay, you've got one of them. Hunt! And he says, wait, wait. Ah. Miss Dawson, yes? The one and only. Allow me to introduce myself. Igor Schmidt, at your service. Where are your companions, Miss Dawson? And he looks in the room. The lights are off. So he goes, Inside, perhaps? Not in here. They're about, I'd say, five decks up on the... Where, um, where are they again? Well, Jack was keeping an eye out on the main deck. So these guys have been infiltrating for 36 hours, learning the ship patterns, knowing the hallways, mm -hmm. getting their bearings while they've led the ship astray. You know, if you, you could say they're up top, you, I mean, you're, you're not right now. You're not even sure they could be anywhere. Yeah. Who knows? But you can tell them it's up top, but that's what you want. No, I go, um, I say, Mr. Cavendish is on the main deck where he has been. That's where he's been on the main deck. Miss Walcott and Miss Ross, I assume, are still at dinner. I came back down here early because I was not feeling well. Oh, so at dinner, there should be no problem rounding them up. We already have men taking care of that responsibility. <clears throat> he takes a wireless, you know, small handheld unit. Mr. Cavendish is on the main deck. Find him. Yes, yes, Capitan. And you hear, you know, people are moving about. He's got three men with him. And they're heavily armed. Several are rounding up the diners upstairs. There's 11 that you know of. That's the number that was on board the, the lifeboat that they drew in. 
And their story over the last 36 hours has been that the captain of the Carpathia II has been afloat somewhere. And that's why the, the Charon was steaming so hard to get to her because they thought they had men's lives at sea at, at risk. The boat, yeah, we'd love to get to the boat. That's important, but it's more important to find the men. Um, that's been their story. You can now interpret that that story is probably bullshit and that there's a boat out here somewhere that they're trying to rendezvous with. And he says, Search her. Apologize for this, Miss Dawson, but you can understand your reputation. We're going it's to have party. to make sure that you're not armed. Understood. Do what you have to. I understand. The he train. walks past you as one as one man keeps his machine gun like this and starts patting you down. Uh, he flicks on the lights, looks around. He's going to make an observation check. I stopped and pulled. Right. He's trying to see if that what he two drinks in the room, you know, lipstick different color on one of them. He's trying to see what he gets. Well, he rolled a thirty-four. That's pretty good. Ella, he does. That's not a hard success, though. He doesn't see you under the bed. But he turns to Faye and he says, "You've had company." Walks in and points at the two glasses. Recently, you mean two friends can't enjoy a pre-dinner drink together? Hmm. Perhaps. Why are you not upstairs for dinner? And he starts rummaging through some of your stuff. He sees the books out. Hmm. I just told you. It seems. I just told you that I wasn't feeling well. I left a little after the first course. Yes. Place a guard here. Bring Miss Dawson up to the dining room. By now it should be secured. Let's make sure the rest of these guests are locked safely in their cabin. Have you found the steward? Yavola Capitan. And he brings it, you know, Capitan. And he brings him out. He says, Every one of these staterooms down this hallway, I want you to lock them and hand my man the key. Now. We're not supposed to lock the staterooms from the outside. And he starts saying it. So he looks at him and says, <laughs> The guy clicks his gun back to re, you know, set the whole ch- chamber primed again, spring on the machine gun all set. And the guy says, Okay, 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 I understand. I understand. Just, just give me a second, okay? It's, it's really not the right thing to do, but but I'll lock them. He goes, I'm glad you saw it my way. Now, Stossin, please. So he shuts the door, but he puts a guard outside. And that guard is going to be in this hallway. So now they're down to 10. Well, you know where one definitely is going to be staying is here. You hear other people inside their cabins, you know, now starting to bang. No, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's going on out there? Some people hid. They panicked, right? And now they're being locked in their staterooms. And that's probably another 15 or 20 different cabins down the length of this hallway. So the two guys and the, what we're referring to as the first officer, Igor Schmidt, uh, are following you, Faye, up to the dining hall. They've taken your gun. Figured. Well, yeah, they're not going to. They're professional soldiers. These aren't. You know, guys who might miss something like that. They're they're trained to look for stuff. Um, you're going without a fight? Are you trying to do anything? Is there anything you want to say to these people? You're just walking along? I'm just silent. Okay. I'm, I'm not fighting. I'm not putting up resistance. I know it's only going to cause more harm. Okay. Than good. 
Yep, you get to the dining the dining hall, which is a deck below. You're you're only one deck now off the main deck itself. You do see several other people in here. He comes in and he starts speaking in German. Uh, do you speak any German? Fay a little bit, right? No, I never picked up German. Oh, you never picked any up. Okay. That's Catherine. All right, so let's ch- let's transfer over. Yeah, let's transfer over back to Ella. Ella, what are you doing at this point? It's been the door closes. What are you giving it? A good minute, two minutes before you even think of trying to move? Five. Okay, so that gets Faye all the way upstairs to the dining room with the different staircases put in. Um, we're still going to stay with you for a moment. Is there something you're trying to do, or are you literally trying the, – the the porthole on your door, on, I mean on the wall, is way too small to get out of. No. Um, well, actually, what's your body size? 50. It would be – an incredibly tough squeeze. And I'd also be going into the sea. You'd be going out onto the on this deck. Nope, you'd be going out into the sea. Yep, this would go straight out to the water. And my swim is not that great. Well, the boat's <laughs> moving. I wouldn't do it. Not in rough seas. You'll be just swept no, away. I'm going into the sea. So, Ella heard all that. Mm-hmm. And... The only plan that I have is can like make a fuss in the room like turning on and off the lights making weird noises so that the guard will investigate. Okay. So I have my stones and bones, probably have something from our Tibetan adventures, something that makes a creepy noise and start acting like there's something in this room. Okay. Do you want me to make a performance roll or something? Sure. Why did I say that? I don't have performance. Psych. You could try to use psychology and make the feel like you're making the right noises. You can do something like persuade. Um, you have some German. You could try to speak in a German language and summon him into the room. Confuse him. Like, well, what the hell's a German speaker doing in there? So you could try that. I don't know. This is this sounds very risky to me when someone has a machine gun. I got no I got no choice. I'm not staying down here and apparently there's only one guard, so if I can kill him, I can take his shit. And then Yeah. Yeah, you could. And I'm going to be behind the door. So like where the hinges are, if, does it open inward or outward? Inward. Okay, so I'm going to be on the side where and the bo- boats they don't do that to block the hallway uh, so people Fire can pass. Hazard? It's always inward. Well, no, yes. it's just you have like if you have two or three people coming in and out, you'd stop all the progression of a, a line of people moving around. So yeah. it always so, opens inward. I will be on the side with the hinges. So when the door opens, he's going to be scanning the wall, scanning the wall, close the door, psych attack, and just right down his back. That's okay. what I want to do. So, so I'm going to honestly with Ella, she'd go the spooky route. I don't know about the German route. I mean, okay. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna use psychology. Gotta give it a roll. See what happens. Damn it, seventy three. So you you make some clatter, and you hear, "Step out." I go right behind the door. And I keep making, I keep doing the noises right by the door. Yep. (sighs) 
Whichever one of you it is. I do not wish to shoot you or more people. That is not why we are here. We are here to collect you and bring you to the U-boat. Please, step out. My captain does not wish to see you hurt. Ella scoffs a little bit derisively. <laughs> <laughs> what a great use of the word derisively. I know. Thank you. Writing program paying a lot of money to take. Writing. MFC. All right. Um, guess now time for plan B. German! Okay. Time for plan B. We're going to go with plan B. Come on. Yes! 20! So what are you trying to say to him in German? Um, ich bin Deutsch. Yeah, of course you are, he replies in German. Then opens the door and come out. If you, you are German, me in. You locked no. me in. <laughs> Try the handle. We locked all the other staterooms. I'm across the hall. You may step out. It is safe for you. You're Deutsch, yeah? Step out. Make your way up to the dining hall. Fuck. Mm, open the door, <laughs> but I still stay behind it. Okay. <laughs> Ella, he knows you're there. Ella, he's not coming in. Why I mean, not? The- because any would you... stupid pulp character would. <laughs> no. Any stupid pulp character would come into this room. No. Not when you're a trained guard, a trained soldier, who's being, to- who's like, yoo-hoo, <laughs> I'm German. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm not walking in that room. I'm not going to get shot or stabbed. Come out and we'll talk. And if you're behind the door and the cabin is only a seven by eight or nine room. It's got a bed. It's got a little writing desk. Maybe he thinks I'm a ghost. Not a chance. Why not? Ghosts don't speak German. It's true. All ghosts speak English. All right, back up to you, (laughs) Faye. That's fucking stupid. (laughs) No German ghosts, my ass. No, then they're poltergeists, and that's a different thing. They speak German. It's true. All right, Faye. Uh, Yeah, there's about 15 passengers, part of the crew, uh, including the captain is sitting at the dining table. He has a sherry in his hand, and he's just looking around like absolutely perplexed how this possibly could have happened. So Igor Schmidt is standing there. He comes in, and he's like, Captain, seems we have two people on the main deck. Where might they be hiding since we've already made a round of it once? Hmm. Where might two people who are semi-familiar with this ship try to place themselves to not come into harm's way? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really not. I mean, there's, there are hundreds of places aboard a ship. They could already be moving below decks on another stairwell. They could be. I hear what you're saying. You. And this guy looks up. He says, you look like a stout young man. He says, yes, sir. Hmm. Says something in German, Faye. And one of the guards goes walking over. And grabs a length of cord from the drapes and ties two of them together. And another guard comes over and puts his gun right in the man's face. 
and they wrap the cord around his neck. He says, I wonder how long it will take for you to have your neck snapped. Captain, I don't have a lot of time. We'll be rendezvousing with my commanding officer very soon. I need your help, and I'm willing to let this ship go about its business unharmed. He's like, you've already started killing people. You're never going to let us survive. You're going to take this ship just like the Carpathia to, and you're going to sink her. Well, that's a novel idea, Captain. It really wasn't what I had planned, but it seems like you have uh, given me another whole avenue of possibilities. Let's, for the time, though, assume that you may be able to save lives. Yeah? Where can I find Mr. Cavendish and Miss Ross? Back to you, Ella. I sheathe my sword down my back and walk out of the room. You open the door? Yep. Okay. He says, ah, Fraulein Volkart? <laughs> he Nine. sees your smirk. <laughs> I'm sorry, your facial expression went... That is not my... That oh, is my no, Kayla... No, no. Exp- no, you cannot do that. We are not on camera. We are not on camera. <laughs> your we character would have went like... I thought you were going to do a sly... Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I... Nine. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Hmm. Nice sword. My father's. Yeah. Hamula said that Ella Walcott carries a sword. Lots of people carry swords. In 1933. You're right. If you're a cavalry officer, make your way to the dining <laughs> hall, please. You don't Ralph, want to disarm me? I'll let others take that from you for now. You can keep your sword. This guy is too smart to be an NPC. <laughs> okay? No, not every NPC is a Jabobo. Star Wars says differently. And they're both named Stormtroopers, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly! They should be just as dumb. I will... <laughs> Fine. Fine. I will, I will do what the man with the machine gun says. Okay. You make your way up towards the top, towards the staircase. You are on the staircase. Now, you can take an action. You can attempt to take, catch him off guard. You can jump, you know, push backwards, hopefully stagger him. You can do a lot of different things. How far oh. back from me is he? Four feet. I mean, you would have to launch yourself down the stairs once he's on him. Well, the boat um, is swaying. The boat is moving. The, the, on the and key, what? Uh, no, the, the key to understanding this is um, sometimes people get captured, right? And getting one by yourself is great. I'm not sure what you're going to do after that. But if you think you can take him, you can try. But you're, you could get shot. <laughs> like, it's a lot. It hurts to get shot like this. I so you have to make a call. <laughs> great time to start. I was about to say, do we want to start tonight? <laughs> it's tonight the night we get shot. As someone who has been shot multiple times in this game, there is never a right time to start. Yeah, there's never a good time to start getting shot. <sighs> My fighting brawl is not that good, and the only plan I have is, oh, I'm falling off the stairs! <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could wait for the boat to like start Make swaying it. again, and then you just That's fall backwards. Got. That's rock his shit. But I can't draw my sword in that motion. That's No, but maybe if um cuz he'll break your fall. Yeah. Um Most likely. But, you know, he might 
knocked. He might so get his knocked size out. Is, he's not. He's not gigantic because he's a submarine officer. So he's about five seven. He's not a big big guy. Sturdy. That's how tall Ella is. Right. So I'm saying he's not like he's six foot two blonde. You know. Uh, you know SS. He's not like a super soldier type. This is just a standard sub. But he's an alert, trained, professional soldier. Like he's a, a he's seaman. in the navy. He's a seaman. He, he, yes. He won't get tripped easily. Fine. I got captured. I hate it. All right. So you I told you they'd search the room. <laughs> what did I tell you? Forgive me for trying to help you. I thought that maybe you would be able to like sneak your little self out of the room. I was locked in. No, go, you weren't you locked. Weren't locked in. They locked th- all the cabins. I thought out I was locked in. Right. Well, and Ella thought her name. I thought they would have thought better than to lock. They honestly unlock one cabin. They left the door open, thinking someone was coming out. Or trying to get back to it, and they're like, "There's no need to lock this one. Lock all the. They're locking people in. They weren't worried about keeping you out so much. They and keeping you in wouldn't have mattered. They're still. They would have still been searching for you. They would have had to come back here anyway. So they just left the door open with a guard, and the guards guarded the whole hallway. He was just standing across the door from, you know, listening and making sure nobody was sneaking around. But that's okay. Up the stairs you come. The captain starts rattling off places that they could be. Okay. Um. You hear over the loudspeaker. Um, Officer Schmidt, Officer Schmidt, please report up to the radio room, sir. We have contact. We have contact. He says, Captain, I'm going to let you think about this. And we're not going to do what I originally said for right now. This would be maybe a little bit more effective for you for a moment. And he points up and that guy stands on a chair and he takes the, the roping the cord roping and he ties it onto the beam and he starts trying to hoist this guy literally up into the air onto his tippy toes and he's starting to choke and the man with the 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 two other guards with their machine guns one's pointed on the crowd and one's pointed on this guy and as he starts being able to angle him up over a pipe that runs along the, the length of this um the steel girder that that lines the ceiling of the dining hall. They have things draped and stuff, but he gets over the, the like one of the pipes. It could be a steam pipe. You don't know, but it's a pipe. He's got him now six inches, eight inches, a foot off the ground, and he's just struggling. He says, if you, excuse me, I'll be right back. And he starts walking out. And he sees Ella coming down the hallway, and he goes, oh, Miss Walcott, we're having a floor show. Please go inside. Uh, it seems that our ship is arriving. Don't do anything stupid. Once we have your friends aboard, we'll be able to transport you over, and these fine people will be able to go about their lives. He says, if you'll excuse me for a moment, Miss Dawson's inside. And he walks past, and the other guard brings you in. Very calm, very matter-of-fact, very business. Not just very cool. You see one or two other guards moving about. Um, The rest are searching for Jack and Catherine. So down here, you have three in the dining hall. He just left. That leaves and three. He, there there's four. no guards around the guy hanging. One is pointing his gun at him. Your guard brings you in. So now there's, again, there's three men in here with machine guns in the dining hall. There's probably about, I'm going to say, nine, ten passengers, four members of the crew, and the captain. And this guy being strung up. And he's now tying him off. So he's just dangling and choking. I go to loosen the rope. Ella, 
you're not you're you're not Aveline. Like you really want to do that? That's probably going to get you shot. I'm thinking they don't want to shoot me because apparently we're the we're the prize here. Okay, so you walk over and what do you do? Draw your sword? What? Do you... No, keep the weapon closed. I'm just going to tie. I'm going to take him down. You start to reach for the, the string. Yeah. The, the rope. Yeah. Okay, Faye, you see her reaching for the rope. You then see a guard, 17, uh, crack Ella in the back of the skull with the butt of his machine gun. Does she go down? Well, she, she took eight points. That's staggering for a shot to the head. Yeah, she kind of, and, you know, she pulls her hand away and there's a little bit of blood on it. It definitely cut her scalp. And he says, we're not supposed to shoot you, but you don't interfere. You can be our guest or our enemies. You decide. Sit down. Would you like to know how to die? Would you? No, your death. It's not happened yet, but it could. You should know. Neither has yours, Miss Walcott. And I'm hoping it doesn't have to be at my hands this evening. But I am also not going to allow you to do undo what... Oh. <laughs> Captain, are you sure you have no other answers? Because he doesn't look good. The guy stops kicking. He's now on his last gasps. Captain blurts out, says I have a key to a place. He throws them the keys. They cut him. They they take him down. He hits the ground. So the captain had locked an area before he got grabbed. When he realized there was something amiss, he locked several rooms quickly that he had access to, and he, maybe Catherine and Jack found a way into them. But he locked off a part of the ship, and he handed them the keys. But they're not. They don't. They just take them. Faye, we'll go back to initiatives if you want to try to do something. Is there anything you want to try to do? Anything you want to say to these people? No, I mean, all I can think of is just, I think that Faye can be very stupid. Mm -hmm. We know this. Um, but she's gone through enough at this point where she knows when you just have to sit and observe. Write it out. Yeah, you got to write it out. So she's just keeping an eye on everything. She's just kind of looking around, just, you know... She's because she didn't hear that about the U-boats. Only Ella heard about that. Okay. So like, um, you know, as far as Faye knows, I mean, she has a feeling who's coming, mm -hmm. but she doesn't know where they're going or. You could ask. That is a good idea. Um, I sort of like hold my hand out like towards Ella's direction for her to kind of come sit near me. Okay. Um, and as I'm doing that, I look at the guard that cracked her on the back of the skull. Mm -hmm. And I just say, um, hey, I just got one question. Looks at you. Now, with all this going on, we're obviously going somewhere. What's the plan? I believe we're to take you aboard our ship. And then make our way to Patagonia. You're going to take us to Patagonia. Yeah, that is my belief, my understanding. That is correct. There's something you seek there, yeah? I mean, you're on a ship bound for it. It's just you're going to come in as our guest. 
I just think that you guys went to a lot of trouble for a place that we were already going to. Ah, but you see, we didn't. Because our guest is very, very eager to speak to you. Oh, I bet he is. Uh... Who is Hermuller? The Obergruppenführer is doing well. Hmm. He got promoted, you know. Oh, really? What's he doing now? Same. Just was given a commission by oh. Sofiora himself. And how many of them are left? I'm sorry? How many of him are left? Oh, you don't know. Such a shame. I don't know what you're saying, Miss, Miss Walcott, but I'm assuming it's some of your babble that you go through. I mean... Babble? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm known to rabble. Yes, I'm also known to get quite angry or resentful of certain things. You know, what's, I mean, what's the point of all this if all we're going to get is getting shot in the face? You're or not going getting to be shot people in the face. Other shot in the face. <laughs> you are heading to Patagonia as our guests, and we are going to help you secure the creature that you yourself were hunting. We're going to do it as friends, you see. <laughs> friends? Oh, friends, you are a great friend for making me bleed. Yes, one, one of these days, she gets up. I will tell you how you're actually going to die. Possibly not by my hand, but yes, you will die. Everyone should know how they should die. It's a good thing to know. You see, I saw myself dying by falling out of an airplane, but I've done that so many times now. <laughs> what my sweet darling friend here is trying to say is that I think she's excited about the opportunity to uh, work together hmm. with Mueller. Excited, so, uh, yes. It's so not as we. if I've been hunting the bastard for the past ten years. <laughs> then you'll be happy to see him. As oh. he claims he's going to be very happy to see you after the incident. Which one? There have been multiple. Did no, he give I think any... Miss Walcott is incredibly aware of the incident that I'm referring to. Smile's gone. Face has gone blank again. Oh, that incident. <laughs> Oh, you mean the one where she, she she cursed a couple people? It took me a second. Um, qu quite honestly, blocked that one out. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. So, as ladies far as and we gentlemen, our uh, rendezvous, our ride has is approaching, and we'll be off this boat in less than an hour. Mister Mister Cavendish. Miss Ross, if you have not presented yourself by the time that our ship has made her approach and the U-boat surfaces, we will torpedo this ship and all hands will go down with her. I appreciate your cooperation. If you would come out with your guns down, your hands up, and make your way to the starboard side of the ship so that you can be reunited with your friends and join us aboard the U-boat. This is the last time we say it. I don't have the time to shoot everyone on this boat, but a simple torpedo would be more than enough in this storm to make sure that no one survives. That is your final warning.
And that's where we'll call it for tonight. Okay. So just need to know, as we, I want to end it on that kind of a note, are the two of you doing anything else that would be a resistance move on the way to the starboard side of the ship? Faye says no. Ella? <laughs> Ella's looking at me like she wants to jump through the camera to beat me, but okay. I'm in character, sorry. Um... Oh, so then I should have used your facial expression the other time when you grinned when he said, Ella Walcott? Nine. <laughs> Is he wearing a uniform with a name tag? Because I don't think he's going to give me his name. <laughs> the guy that's at, holding his gun on you? That, yeah. He doesn't have a shirt that says <laughs> that doesn't, that says Ike Thielman. You could say, what's your name? I just want to make sure I fuck you up. I mean, if you ask him, he's, a, he's an arrogant bastard. He'll be like, my name is Ike Thielman. Seaman Thielman. Ike. If, if we are going to be friends... Name? My name is Seaman Tillman. My first name is Ike. That's a she good, strong name. cuts her, like, nail, digs her nail into her palm until it starts to bleed. Good. So we're not going to end on that. <laughs> You're going to find out exactly. Make a psychology roll. <laughs> hey, Keeper, can I not be with her um, going towards... I think I'm just going to go straight... I decided, a lo- I decided a long time ago the whole... I'll say it off mic, but the point, I'm going to make my psychology roll first. Oh, please do. Honestly, I think I might prefer Mueller's company right now, and that bastard shot me. One of them did. Oh, I'm so sorry. One of the Mueller's shot me. This one hasn't. There's only three left. One of them's on your side. We know that for sure. He's been trying to help. So your psychology roll was... I got a hard success. Yes, (laughs) Which means you tightened this man's sphincter. He could have made diamonds. Like, he got so upset with what you just did. So I would like you to take an additional (laughs) three points as he open five hands slaps you for your your fucking making him upset. He gives you a... He slaps you like a 1940s black and white film with Humphrey Bogart as the lead. I mean, he gives you... The kind of slap that only can be made in Hollywood with a with, with a Foley artist. <laughs> <laughs> Just this, this crack that was like, and your head turns and the camera just pulls back and gets Ella's expression. And he's like, you'll cease that immediately. Now go! Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to hurt you for that. <laughs> she whispers to Faye, I look better in red anyway. Face, face, like I hear you. I'm walking out the door. Yeah, face, like I hear, I hear you, babe. You do look good in red. I turn and I just whisper under my breath, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was the slap heard around the world. <laughs> that was a Sean Connery. Sometimes you just need to fix things. Slap. Yeah, <laughs> that was a slap. I mean, that was. Where, I mean, did I go to my knees? Like, can I make a no. can I make a no, dex no, no. roll saying like I didn't? No, okay. you didn't go to your knees. Right. Uh, it, it's just, it was the tortilla when they re- went all the way back here <laughs> and someone's mouthful of water and they just come around with the tortilla and then they apologize on their face when they realize the slap. They go, you would have like spittle. You you got, you got your shit rocked. I mean, it was not. Hell yeah. I was about to say that and you said it. 
<laughs> the hit in the back of the head, and then a, so your back is throbbing with this blow from a fucking, you know, mahogany base of a machine gun, the butt, <laughs> and then you get a hand across the front. You're like, not my day. But you know what? You made your point. You scared the hell out of him. You really want a psycho on your submarine, man? Okay. <laughs> what? So what's your option? To stay on the freaking Charon while they pull everyone else away? And you, what? Maybe you get torpedoed? That's your answer? No, there is no answer. She's just pissed off <laughs> at a lot of things. You think I'm happy about getting fucking kidnapped? You surrendered. Oh. You surrendered. You know what? You know what? Here we go. I'm never, ever doing a thing for you in this campaign ever again. Mark my fucking words. This is, you as, as, God, as God is my witness, on this Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, I'm not doing shit for you anymore. We're going to leave that in. Good. And, they're, and the other thing is they're not asking for Danforth. What did that bastard do sorry seth miss you but um miss you big time. he wouldn't betray us what it did can't. that bastard do i didn't say he did anything i'm just saying mm. that they haven't asked for danforth now maybe they don't know about his presence maybe they didn't know he hooked up with you so fast in, in australia and went to Mullumbibi. you maybe he's you just don't know but it dawns on you as you're being brought up to the dining hall he, I mean, from the dining hall to the main deck, that one flight of stairs, you don't see him in the dining hall. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the top of the deck, that'll be next time. So that's from all of us. That's where we are. We're leaving it with that hole. That was your final warning. I want to thank these two. They had no idea what happened. Unfortunately, they weren't here. Uh, life had gotten in the way. We know that happens sometimes. So this was a big, a, a big shock for them to be at basically un- below decks with machine guns starting to go off as the opener. But it creates that confusion, and it and it is. I mean, you're listening to people get get hurt and killed. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I I mean, you fight if you can, but when you're in a stateroom that's seven by nine feet, and they're already outside the hallway with guns, what do you do? I uh, I know what Faye was trying to do, give Ella a chance, kind of keep them disoriented. It's hard. It's a hard situation with trained Are soldiers you and guns. Me off? No, she's flipping me off probably. Um, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> she's. We will be back next time, but from all of us here on this part, we want to say thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you in a week. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. Good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.